I'm going to show you a 3800 watt lighting kit that will cost you less than $200. Hi, I'm Daniel J. Lewis from TheAudacityPodcast.com. The three most important things for any good video is number one, your audio quality, and number two, your lighting, and number three, the actual video quality. Your lighting can make a bad camera look great. Right now, I'm using a kind of hacked together lighting where I have a couple daylight calibrated CFL bulbs, a reflector, and I have an open window behind the camera, so I'm getting just a little bit more fill light coming in. But this is a lighting kit from Fancier Studio, and ePhoto has the exact same thing, really. They're just a slight price variation between them. That is under $200, but it provides 3,800 watts of light through CFLs and they're daylight calibrated CFLs. So let's unbox this so you can see what's in this kit and why you might want to consider using this for it as well. I purchased this from Amazon and I'll have purchase links in the show notes for this at theaudacitypodcast.com slash lighting. Right away there's this bag that's exactly the same shape and size as the box. So here, this makes it nicely portable. It's not exactly small, but you can throw this in the back of your car, truck, store it somewhere in your house. Okay, inside we have a whole bunch of things here. We have a lot of light bulbs that say on them, not dimmable. These are the CFL bulbs, and these range uh, in 45 watt CFL, which for incandescent power is equivalent to 225 watts of power. And there are a whole lot of these, so I'm just going to pull these out. These are all 45 watts. There are also, here they are, 60 watt CFL bulbs. Now this, this is huge. This is the size of my head. This is equivalent, this one bulb is equivalent to 300 watts of incandescent light. That's a lot of light coming out of one bulb. I'm using, I believe, 45 watt, four 45 watt CFL bulbs right now, just hacked together in my home light. It's not even a lighting kit. That's why I got this. So we've got all of these. We're going to run out of space probably. That's so far five, six, 60 watts. Uh, here's, yeah, 60 watts, seven, eight, nine, ten of these. 60 watt CFL bulbs, and then four of the 45 watt CFL bulbs. So all total, all of these lights together come out to 3,800 watts of output, or equivalent output. Next we've got random boxes of things, which let's just get this all out of here first. These are probably the base units and this is a base unit for one of the other lights. What I did is, there are a couple different lighting kits that you can get for around the same price. 
that are three light kit setups. And this is a three light kit setup, but what's different about this one is instead of having three soft boxes, which are the big boxes you'll get to see in a moment, these are two soft boxes and one hair light or an overhead light. Okay, these are the stands. Let's get this out of the way. Now, let's put this together. Quick reference guide, it's always nice when it's quick. This is not a high quality lighting kit in terms of build quality. It's, it's going to be kind of cheap, but that's what's great. It's the most light output that I could find for the lowest price too. Much better than some of the other alternatives out there that are similar quality, but not as much light output as this. Okay, let's get this started. Let's start taking these out of the boxes. I'll show you how to set this up along the way. Each of these boxes contains a stand, which is made out of aluminum with uh, some plastic housing up at the top and the standard uh, light mount up there. We'll just set up one of these for now. So we've got the stand. We also have, uh, this is for the overhead light. Now we need one of the actual lighting boxes. I'll put the stand down. Now this is what holds the bulbs. As you can see, this holds five bulbs at a time. And each one of these has its own switch, so you can adjust how much light is coming through this individual light by turning on or off one of the individual bulbs. Because you can't, uh, you can't dim CFLs. So the only way that you can adjust the light output from this set is if you turn on or off bulbs. So instead of having to unscrew bulbs, you just turn them on or off. Next would be one of these. I'm going to guess it's this one because there are two of these and I have two soft boxes. This is the soft box setup. The filter, our soft box frame rods. And the actual soft box part of it. What's interesting with this, and kind of nice in a way, but not as nice as it could be, is instead of the lighting housing rotating like you may see in more expensive lighting kits, and this is not an expensive lighting kit, under $200, closer to really $170 or $180 currently. But how this is designed is that when you have your lighting kit softbox set up, it will have four of these going out and creating the square or rectangular shape. If you want to rotate that in better, more expensive lighting kits, you can actually just rotate it. It's designed to turn. 
On this one, instead of that, they have these different points at which you can place these. So you can have your light at different angles depending on your particular needs. It's a little bit more manual, but that's okay. This is something that you probably won't change that often. So I'll stick the rods through and connect them into a little pocket that's in here designed for them. And then start putting these on. One, so I'm just putting these in the pockets first. See, so since I want these to be just a regular rectangle or square, I'm going to put it in to the corner spots. If you could have a corner on a circle, that's two third rod into the little pocket at the end and mount it in. Okay, so far so good. Now this is always the hardest one, the last one. Put that into the pocket and find the hole, twist it back. That wasn't hard. Now we have our basic frame for this. We get a couple different options here. This is for the outside to give it that nice soft approach. This is for the inside that can help diffuse it even a little bit more. And this is what these little pieces of Velcro attach to the insides right there. So these are the two soft boxes. So they'll take these 60 watt bulbs there are different opinions on whether it's okay to handle a bulb, but it's always a good idea in general just not to. These are massive bulbs. This is a lot bigger than I expected it to be, but that really looks nice for a bulb. So I'll screw these in. Um, I'm going to screw in all five of these. I'm not sure if there's any particular order that works best. Now, just because these are CFLs doesn't mean they won't get hot. In fact, I can see that they've designed these in a certain way because they get hot. And what I'm going to do is set up just this one light first and then let you see a quick view of me setting up the rest of them so you don't have to stay here and watch me set up all of these. All right, I have this plugged in. Now you'll be able to see how I can turn on each one individually. So I'm going to go with you now adding the diffuser. I could put in the inside diffuser, but for now I'm just gonna leave it off. And let's put on this outside diffuser. Some of this might actually be easier if the light was on the stand 
as I was doing this. Sometimes it may be easier to do this before you put the light on the stand. It's up to you, really. And if you just Velcro the sides, then that helps hold it together. Also, at the base, we can Velcro this to prevent light from leaking out. Not that it's an energy drain, but just if any light leaks out, then that means that's light not going to where you want it to go. So we seal these up to make sure nothing is getting out the back and all of the light is going forward the way it's supposed to. There's this nice handle on it. it makes it easy for grabbing and moving around so you don't have to hold the light part itself. Now let's just stick this on the stand. A nice thing with these stands is that they do have a maximum height. I'm not pulling out. I, mean, I can keep pulling, but the rest of this won't come out. It has a stopper at the bottom of it for both the top and the bottom parts of the stand. So I can get this uh, pretty high with it's certainly out of the frame, but let's get this right here. You have to make sure that it sits down so that there's barely a gap at the bottom of this and then you tighten it hold it in place and also I can tighten I can point this light up or down and then at whatever location I prefer then tighten one of those knobs so there we go here is my light all set up I have five bulbs in order to turn on and it's a nice daylight calibrated light that is coming out of this. So now let's set up the other lights. Now this last light is actually not a regular softbox like the rest of them are but this is an overhead hair light that will then help the highlights of hair and um, background and just give you an additional light to work with in this three light setup. And that's the general thing that is recommended for a three light setup is you have two lights in front, one light slightly behind and overhead to help highlight the hair and contrast the subject from the background. And then how you adjust those lights, the powers that you use, really depends on the effect that you're going for. But generally, you want one of the two front lights to be stronger than the other, and then the hair light to be uh, pretty strong but focused to give you a nice little crisp. And you'll get to see the effect that this light gives in a moment. But this bulb, or this setup, has four systems. And this is where I use, instead of the 60-watt bulbs, I use four of the 45-watt bulbs giving me 120 watts of this kind of output, or 225 times four would be 900 watts of power coming through this. Now with this last light, you have two options here of how you could use this. You could use this as another softbox by connecting it to the stand just like you would with any of the other lights and it then functions as a smaller box. Uh, it puts out less light than the other lights do so that's 
one thing to take into consideration, but that might be fine for your needs. This, for the light controls, this only controls half of the lights at a time, so you can only turn on two at a time instead of one at a time. But it still works out well for that. But the main purpose of this is to hang somewhere. So that's why we have a couple extra attachments. We have two attachments here that we'll be using. One is the attachment that connects to the base stand. I'm, I'm just gonna go with what looks about right on this, and that is uh, there are, there's a smaller hole and a big hole. If I put the big hole on, well, the whole thing can fall through and you don't want that. Okay, that, that seems to be holding it well enough. So I'll tighten that side. So now this part, this base is mounted to the stand. What that's for is to hold this. This extends out with the design of holding this light up at an angle above something. So we stick this into whichever hole it fits in. So the light will basically work like this, but will be much more extended. What's a little odd with this is, or get this, this is a sandbag to be able to weigh it down on as a counterweight. The odd thing is how to mount that. Because the base of this pole where the light is supposed to have a counterbalance there's nothing to mount right here. What it's supposed to do is counterbalance because the farther out we extend this, the more the lamp will just want to fall over. Now you're noticing that I'm bleached out and that's intentional because I left the camera at the exact same lighting settings as it was. The exposure, all of that's exactly the same. I've turned off all of the other lights in this room and I closed the window and you're seeing how much light this is producing. I have five bulbs on over here, two bulbs on over here. These are the two soft boxes. And then back here, this is the, uh, the hair light and all four of its lights are on, shining down and causing a little bit of a glare due to the arrangement of the camera, the lights and everything, which I would tweak more later on. But you can see how much light this is putting out. Now I lowered some of the settings on my camera. Previously I was filming at aperture 4, shutter speed was 1 50th of a second, and the ISO was at 800. Now I'm, I just dropped the ISO down to 400, and you can see that now the light is a lot smoother, and I left the other settings the same, the shutter speed and the aperture. But I'm still getting a lot of light in here. So you can see how powerful this is. 3,800 watts of light, and I'm not even tapping it fully because I'm only using two bulbs over there, five bulbs there, four bulbs back there with the individual switches that each of these have. And I think this could be a great thing for you 
whatever kind of videos that you're producing to be able to get some great lighting for a very low cost. They do also have a three softbox kit, but I opted for the two softbox with the overhead boom light instead of just the three soft boxes because I felt like this was a bit more flexible because I can use that overhead light as an overhead light, a hair light, a drop light, whatever kind of light I want, or I can just point it horizontally and use it as a soft box too with just a little bit lower light output from the other soft boxes. It's now been a month later and it turns out that I was right about some of the confusion about what I received in my kit with the fancier studio. And you need to check this. If you purchase this kit yourself, you might have a problem. Contacting the company did nothing. I ended up finding more help from Amazon and they were very gracious to replace the kit and they can't even refund it if parts are missing. But let me show you what in my particular purchase was missing and incorrect from when I did my original unboxing. The first thing that I suspected, but I couldn't be for sure, was uh, the stand or one of the stands. This is one of the standard softbox stands that they have in the kit. It has the screw on the side of one of the legs, which is an odd spot to put it instead of the screw for the shaft. But they gave me three of these in the original kit I received. The issue is that this kit describes a heavy duty stand for the overhead boom arm with the overhead hair light. And this is not a heavy duty stand. It's the exact same stand as the other two soft boxes receive. This is what I received in my replacement kit. This is a heavy duty stand. There was one of these and it is completely different from the other stands. One notable thing is that this time the screw is on the shaft instead of on one of the legs. And you can see a little height comparison here and the bars themselves on this heavy duty stand are much bigger than the bars on the standard softbox stand. I did have this bag, but I had no way of actually connecting it to the overhead hair light because this part was missing. This is the hook that would be able to hook this on. So let me show you how this is supposed to be set up since I couldn't show you this on my initial unboxing video. So this is now the heavy duty stand. For this, the overhead light. And the way I learned that this is supposed to be is it's not supposed to be carefully connected to the top of the stand, but it's actually supposed to connect through the stand around the sides like this. So this as the overhead light, imagine this is much higher and it's above my head. The idea with this is that it's supposed to be able to extend out far over me so that the stand is not visible in the shot. But here's the issue is that if I, this, if I let this go, it's not going to stand up at all. It's already just trying to fall over. You can't position the legs in any way that will fix this because it's just, it's a physics problem. It's misbalanced. So that's why this little part is so necessary. So I just screw that on to the end. and then take my counterweights, put that on, and now it stands. So if you're interested in this kit, like I said, it's really inexpensive, $170 for the fancier lighting kit, 3,800 watts of light output, equivalent light output through daylight calibrated CFL bulbs. It works really well. 
It's cheap manufacturing, cheap build quality, but if you need something cheap, you really need good lighting and you don't have a lot to spend and you don't plan to move these around a whole lot, then give this a try. Check it out at theaudacitypodcast.com slash lighting. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitypodcast.com. Thank you for watching. Oh, <laughs>